live from the DT Studios on Talk Radio 1. This is Daily Turismo Radio. Powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, Chris Florin and Ashley DeLuca. Hello, motorheads. Rev up your engines and get ready for another fabulous episode of the Daily Turismo Radio Show. Broadcasting live on TalkRadio1.com from our studio in scenic Gardena, California. The only other place where the grass isn't really greener. We've got not, a, is, is that a personal dig? No, it's because your, your lawn looked like <laughs> Mogadishu or something yeah. All this, right, thanks. this afternoon. It's good. <laughs> uh, we have another great show on tap for everyone today, all you listeners out there. So much to talk about. We've got a guest in the studio. We're going to have some fun. We'll do some games. Seaflow's News, not by Ben. We'll do Seaflow's yes. News. And I think it's fair to say we're going to have a good show and a good time. But before I get too far ahead of myself, uh, let me introduce some of the other meatballs in the studio with me today. Sitting across from me is Seaflow, who drove here today in a DAF semi-truck. What up? No. No, no <laughs> DAF? Man, I was... I, They've made a car called the Daffodil. That, this is true. No, it's, I drove the TDI today. Nice. Yeah. I thought you guys were getting rid of that. Uh, that's a topic of discussion, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> might actually keep it. Wow. Yeah. Because 17 the, cars is the, not enough. No, <laughs> there <laughs> will be some fallout. <laughs> there will be some other this cars. Is Jay Leno of Torrance we're talking to here. <laughs> uh, and then Ashley, who rode here today in the good, Goodyear blimp. That would actually be pretty cool, but no. <laughs> no Did, good no Goodyear blimp for me. No Goodyear blimp? What do you no. drive? The Evo. Evo. The, the okay. daily. Vince never gets like this right. You have like 17 cars, Ashley, and you always just drive the Evo. She drove the RX-8. It's the, the most seven, reliable. Seven. It's like always running. It's fantastic. I love that car. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I, I like the RX with the missing headlight cover. That's, you know. It's it was buried wink, in it the like driveway right now. <laughs> Finally, sitting in a puddle of something damp is producer Ben. <laughs> <laughs> producer Ben, thanks for thanks for dialing the knobs up. The intro is a little quiet, by the way. Yeah, we all kind of couldn't hear it. I don't want to complain. It was only quiet. For I me. mean, it was good. It sounded good, though. It was only quiet. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> it was very professional. <laughs> Finally, joining us in the studio today is Ale- Alex Buchka, uh, who is a friend of the DT family, a Volvo enthusiast extraordinaire, and an all-around good guy. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you. And you, so you got to tell us a little bit. Um, how did you meet Chris? Uh, on the internet, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> we're all good relationships. Don't we? That's right. Very really strange. I can corroborate um, that. <laughs> so uh, now, wait a second. On, on Turbo Bricks, maybe? I was. I believe it was Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say that Turbo Bricks is sort of the grinder for Volvo enthusiasts. Uh, there are more neck beards on Turbo Bricks. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. We're two of the most normal people that you'll meet from the Turbo Bricks forum. That's scary to think, that, but yeah, it's I'm just true. Terrified, it's yeah. <laughs> I can also corroborate that. <laughs> and do you, either of you guys play the banjo? I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I, I watched someone play the banjo once. <laughs> <laughs> they have a really pretty mouth. <laughs> it's really pretty. Mouth. And so then you met Chris, and then you wound up buying the Daily Turismo Project Volvo. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Wow, sucker. And and <laughs> and yeah. so. I don't know. Well, Chris, well, why don't you... Let's ask Chris first. Chris, tell what? us, our listeners, about that car. If they, if, if they haven't seen it. It was the it. best car ever, and I regret <laughs> selling it every day. <laughs> Notice how he forgot <laughs> to mention that the brakes were sabotaged when I bought it. I did mention that. I said that there, were, there was something going on, but I didn't know what it was. 
I don't. You chose I have to no, ignore it. I have no recollection. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's my wife sabotaging the brakes on that car. That uh, could, that it could sat be. in our driveway for a while, and I don't think she liked it. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the uh, pistons in the front caliper was dragging really bad, and it overheated the brakes so bad that it boiled the brake fluid, and I lost all the brakes. I think it also started boiling the grease in the wheel bearing on that side too. Yeah, I noticed the problem. I I, I diagnosed the problem by uh, <laughs> seeing all the wheel bearing grease flung out onto the wheel that had liquefied <coughs> and passed all the seals. See, if you had an American car, you just assume that was normal and just yeah. get on with life. <laughs> yeah. So this is a great um, advertisement for people to buy cars for me and Vince and, and Daily Turismo in general. I think. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Experience. Absolutely. Highest quality automobiles. But but wait, Chris, that was so, the car that you bought from a, a guy who had it in a film. Also on Turbo Bricks, yeah. This was some guy who was in the film industry who was like a graphic designer or something, and he bought a Volvo because hipsters think Volvos are cool slash uncool. But he wasn't really a, excuse me. <laughs> I think some, a, some sort of frog came out yes. of my throat. Um <laughs> He was not a uh, buttons man. That's like that is the next thing in the (laughs) studio. I think just just mute our mics and the show would be better. Uh, This guy was not a car guy or not mechanically inclined at all, and so whenever the car had any little issue, he would take it to a uh, independent shop, and he ended up paying like four or five grand to get all this stuff fixed, and it was still a crappy car that wasn't even running when I bought it. So it was it was um, objectively a bad car when you bought it. Yeah, it was pretty terrible, but I knew it was good because it was California car originally, no real major accidents, no major rust, original paint, so it was worth taking a gamble on. And then we sort of fixed it up, and then Alex bought it for me before we were done with everything we wanted to do, but I was frankly glad that someone else took over from from there. So, yeah. Yeah, It lives on. (laughs) Yeah, and then since I've spent... uh, way too much money and way too much time on that car but uh it works pretty well and so what have you done to that thing since since it was i, I was re- reflecting on this earlier i've replaced literally every single part of the car <laughs> <laughs> that yeah so that, i'd like to point out to chris over here that that says a lot about volvo's like engineering from the factory yeah. but and this chris, is 1982 or something so. this is a 1983 car that's been not very well maintained over the years, and it just now needed to have everything replaced. So you know, <laughs> it did pretty well. This the, the realization that I have replaced everything was sort of the catalyst for an existential crisis. Because, <laughs> Whoa! I've always thought that oh, I like I like Volvo two forties, and then wait, I replaced everything. Do I really and, like? And did car? you replace them with <laughs> factory parts, or did you? Have uh, to supplement. It's pretty much all modified or upgraded. Upgraded, I think is upgraded, the word. Upgraded, yes. <laughs> yeah. Upgraded. OEM plus, I think is the. That too. Um, no, no. OEM plus, 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 plus. Yeah, okay. plus, yeah, yeah right. several pluses. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, short mod lists, uh, short strut coilovers in the front. So it's way, it's pretty low. Um, modified rear suspension with spherical bearings everywhere. It's got a. Some wheels that I put together, big brakes in the front, uh, engine swap, new trans- <laughs> just, you know, an afternoon, new transmission, um, brakes. new yeah, br- uh, new uh, interior has been replaced, stereo upgrade, sound deadening, all this. So basically, what you're too. saying is the only thing it's good for is like a shell, and then just like it's basically it's, like build your own car, get buy a Volvo for the looks, and then you can put whatever you want in it. Exactly. 
Yeah. That's kind of why I got one originally, too. It's car Legos. Yeah. It's shaped like a Lego and functions like a Lego. The parts that I put on didn't really fit. I had to make a lot of it fit. But there's enough space, and the cars are simple enough and inherently good enough that you can pretty much do whatever you want with them. So You could say the same thing about like a Camaro. Come on, man. Yeah, true. I mean, it's it's pretty <laughs> much the Swedish Camaro, except that there's <laughs> Fox no... Fox Body Mustang. Or Fox Body Mustang, close, except really. the complete and lack of any aftermarket support. Right. But there's, uh, what, IPD, and there's like at least one company that makes parts from, right? Yeah, those parts all suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, IPD, would you yeah. like to be a sponsor? <laughs> no, there's, there's very, very little compared to domestic performance cars, so you really have to get creative, which Alex has done, like... He says, oh, I just put some wheels together, but you literally made wheels out of other wheels. Yeah. And it was, sticks yeah, of tell, us these, tell us, because I've seen those wheels, and they're beautiful. <laughs> it you was, give us the... It, it was, I just want to preface this by saying it was definitely a situation where I was dumb enough to start and stubborn enough to finish. <laughs> uh, I bought some 16-inch Volvo option wheels from a different car with the right bolt pattern, and I cut the uh, the sort of rim section off and kept the center and then I bought some BMW wheels that are two piece some like uh, E39 5 series wheels style 5s uh, style 5s right? yeah. I uh, took the centers out of those threw them away and then machined the Volvo centers to fit in the style 5 barrels after welding for about 3 solid days straight right? yeah each wheel required about 2 pounds of material <laughs> to build up <laughs> with a SIG welder <laughs> It became. It stopped being fun after the first wheel. After that, it was just work. And there's people yeah. who say, you know, once you cut something off of a piece of metal, you can't put it back on. Oh, that's not true. That's at not all. true at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. someone tried to offer you money to make more of these wheels. Is that right? Uh, there, there's th- this invariably happens when you when you whore photos of your car out on the internet. People ask you to duplicate this stuff. It, sure. it at least happens to me. I don't know about you guys. People ask me to leave leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> Stop emailing me those pictures. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I never really considered doing it for anyone else. It would be prohibitively expensive for anyone because I would never get paid what I think it was worth my time to do it. I have a full-time job, so... They would have to pay me more than that for me to do it, because I'd be taking time away from my own projects. So, yeah, it's that interesting situation where you'll do it. You'll consider your own time worthless. Oh, when, my, when you're making something for yourself. My time is right. is my time personally is valued at zero dollars an hour. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's but the as only. As soon as someone else wants you to do it, it's like exorbitant rates. I mean, right? it's it's literally <laughs> in, infinitely higher than that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's undefined, actually. That's probably true. Okay. <laughs> are we dividing by zero so here? We are dividing. By, so that's your daily driver now, that yes. Volvo yes. DL. Yes. And any other cars in the garage? Uh, my brother and I have a project car together, also a Volvo 240. Um, it's uh, Shocker. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. blown away. Well, his daily driver is also a Volvo 240. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guess corner of the market. Did you get like a... What is those like punch cards? You like buy th- buy three get one free? No, you just get a volume discount. You, <laughs> you go to the, the uh, Costco in Sweden because you can you swap parts back and forth. Like, oh, my car broke this day. I'll just grab one off the other car. Well, <laughs> not really with my car since well, I replaced yeah. everything with non factory parts. <laughs> but then you still got a spare one, right? I threw all that stuff away. Spare car, I mean. Oh, spare car. The yeah. uh, don't you still have that green car? Yeah, we yeah. also have a green Volvo 240. <laughs> <laughs> you should get like a wholesaler's <laughs> discount. You can just buy parts in bulk and then just like I, distribute you know, them. You might have a problem when you when you forget 
a car. Like you forget <laughs> that you have a car. Oh yeah, you're right. I do have that. Well, oh, it's oh. been sitting in my carport in my apartment for the last six months, just collecting dust. Uh, I need to fix it and sell Appreciating. it. Appreciating. <laughs> uh, Did you say depreciate? Appreciate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It, it, it's broken. I need to fix it, but I'm just um the the return on investment is not high enough to really motivate me to fix it. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's the scrap value these days per pound steel? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Twenty cents, maybe yeah. ten cents a pound. Yeah. You don't get much for a car when you scrap it. No. no. He'll get more if he fixes it up and sells it. Yeah. But yeah. that's you know dependent. <laughs> that's you know I have to actually put a, put aside time to fix yeah. it, which is not trivial. But anyway, describe your main project car because uh, this thing is worthy of description it's uh it's an 82 it started as an 82 uh 242 and i've owned this car for over 10 years it was actually the first car i ever bought and i have not driven it an inch under its own power <laughs> in that entire time uh it's it, it's gone through several uh evolutions but i think uh the design has been frozen now so it's uh basically just the shell of a 240 with a tube chassis um yeah, it's got a 4.4 liter V8 out of a Volvo SUV. Uh, it's, uh, what does it have, a transaxle torque tube out of a C5 Corvette Z06. Um, Scratch-made suspension. I don't know. It's, it's bespoke. It is bespoke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bespoke, yes. It's also uprated. Yeah, quite uprated. And it's it's in a, it's a, it's a work in progress? Yes. Okay. Any any uh, estimated time of completion? I'm hoping uh, on wheels by the end of the year. That would be nice, and uh, hopefully drive within uh, end of next year. Yeah, and I've I've known this car longer than I've known Alex, just from like seeing pictures of it online, and because it's well, like it is a Volvo 242. So yeah. well, no, but imagine like <laughs> of any genre of car, there's like the one that's like the craziest of that particular type of car. I think yours would probably be in the running for that um it's i mean de- it's, it's definitely in the running for the the you know jack stand racing league i mean <laughs> the, the most ambitious project or the most modified or you know however you want to say it um yeah it hasn't moved under its own power no, but the, it's, the idea behind it and the amount of work that you're doing to it is far beyond what most people would ever consider pro- probably right? yeah yeah yeah, it's also the case of dumb enough to start, stubborn enough to finish. <laughs> but right. did you anticipate on doing all of this work when you first no, obtained the ab- car? <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, and I bought this when I was 18 and didn't know anything about cars. So originally it was going to be fix it up and drive it and then became, oh, I'll do some suspension mods and then... Oh, so you're saying before you knew anything about cars, you bought a Volvo, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just clarifying uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, therein lies the, therein lies the problem. I just started off wrong from the get-go. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I just, with it, I just so want it to be. I just want it to be known. <laughs> I just want one thing to be known. Seaflow and I liked Volvos before they were cool. That's right. And now they're being. <laughs> Wait, and now, hold on, they're cool. Yeah, and now exactly. they're. That was my by, question. When did by, they become cool? Yeah. Well, they're being. Co- they're being co-opted by hipsters now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they think that they like them because they're not cool, but because they're being so so popularized now they are cool it's like the Porsche 912 or the Volkswagen yeah. the stupid Volkswagen bus <laughs> it's the same thing on that thing yeah it's like all of a sudden I mean, they're although the values cars. on the Volvos have not taken off like like those it's other because cars. the number of that Volvo produced yeah. far There's exceeds the number of hipsters in the world it's <laughs> true <laughs> better or worse supply thankfully I think thankfully because yeah. if there were more hipsters than Volvos like you'd have to have a hunting license a hipster hunting license <laughs> and just with a shotgun every day and like I got three 
I'm bag three. There'd be so much flannel out there. <laughs> I, would, I would have all these beards, these neck beards I'd shave off, and I'd put them on these little trophy racks. Uh, I also want to yeah. remind all of our listeners that we are locked into this studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Alex, tell us about a crash where you were driving completely straight on a country road. This is pretty embarrassing, actually. Uh, it was no. a completely straight country road. What is it? Was it in a Volvo? It was in a Skoda Felicia. See, that's the problem. You shouldn't have been driving Bye, that. Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, a Volvo would have probably done the same thing. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, this was uh, when I was in college and uh, I was driving. Uh, and what country was this in? In Sweden. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it, there, it was in he the middle. Yes, everyone that question. Middle of, middle of winter. Well, for our <laughs> listeners, right? Nobody well, nobody but... knows that, that Alex is from Sweden, right? We haven't talked about this yet, have we? We're talking about Volvo this whole time, but we haven't. You, you don't have an accent. There's no. Our listeners will not know. Right. That, that is true. I am from Sweden. There you go. Yep. Uh, driving. To my grandmother's house in the middle of winter and there was a lot of loose snow on the ground and i sort of drove out onto an area where there's more snow on the ground and i missed the pre-made wheel tracks from other cars mm. and i just sort of crossed into the uh the fluffy snow and the steering wheel lost all effectivity and i had the wheel cranked hard to the left and the car just sort of slid to the right into the ditch did you know the meaning of the word understeer before that day Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Usually you understeer in a corner and not on a straight road. Right? <laughs> yeah, now isn't the driver driver driving license test in Sweden like very extensive and, and difficult? Yes, it's it's quite difficult. There's a, a mandatory skid pad and uh, the practical driving exam takes on average a couple of hours. Wow. Uh, it's 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 very difficult. Do you get like bonus points if you do it in a Volvo or <laughs> No, that's just the baseline. Right? <laughs> I'm just, not, just expected because if you showed up in a Skoda, I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a Volkswagen that's made in Spain or no, no, no Czech no. Republic. Oh, Czech. this was yeah. this was the 2000 Skoda Felicia was the last of the Skoda designed Skodas before they all became Volkswagens. <gasps> that's actually it. Wow. Yeah, that's a real uh, rare. It's a Warsaw packed car. Rare. It was. It was. It was. You would have gotten maximum points in the Lemons Rally for entering that thing. Little one, probably. <laughs> Except it's you know it would probably be illegal to drive on the roads in this country because uh, yeah, it's not twenty five years old. No, no, it was. It was a real. <laughs> it, it was really awful. That's uh, that's a Skoda for you. Um, it was a really strange car. It had a uh, one point three liter pushrod non cross flow. Uh, engine with port fuel injection, like a 1960s engine, basically. and it was a year model year 2000. It's very strange. Yeah, that's yeah, that's odd. <laughs> but that's what you get from the Czech Republic. Great country. I've been there, by the way. Great, great country. I have been there. You just disparaged an entire <laughs> country. An entire, oh, but, oh, like but I didn't race. mean any offense. More of a race that. than that country. No, um, <laughs> no offense, but this country sucks. Yes, this is true. Uh, so, Alex, new Star Trek or old Star Trek? Uh, middle, like n middle. not not the newest ones, but not the not the original. Next series. generation, yeah, TG. next generation. Um, this is probably my jam. How do you feel about Deep Space Nine? Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> no, no, this is a litmus test. Ben, listen, just quiet, Ben. I'm asking <laughs> this is a litmus test for 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 Star Trek people. Okay, yeah. how do you feel about Deep Space Nine? It's, it's it's probably not my favorite, but it's definitely not the worst one. Okay, that's the right answer, by the way. This is the correct answer because if people tell you like, "Oh, Deep Space Nine was terrible, it's horrible," it wasn't. It was written by by the same people who did uh, TNG. It was 
it was well the special effects were good but in the end of the day it wasn't as good because they sat there and had yeah. to wait for stuff to come to them yeah. the quality of the show was the same as the next generation yeah I yeah, thought absolutely the characters were as good. There was even overlap. There was Worf and a couple other people showed up from the but other one. But inherently there was an issue. Because you have to sit by this black they're hole, not on right? on a ship. Right. Yeah, they're just yeah. in this stupid space station the whole time. It was more like, <laughs> like, it was like Star Camp instead of Star Trek. Yeah. They weren't trekking. They were like camping. Star they were like waiting. locked in a studio. Star wait. <laughs> we're just going to wait for things. Anyway, yeah. So, okay. Good. I have to ask that because in this questionnaire that I send out, I, I send these people questionnaires and, and Alex, you, you mentioned Star Trek and I thought I had to... Make sure you didn't. If you told me old Star Trek, that's the correct answer too. By the way, the new ones though, uh, and the newest of the news. Yeah, that's not really. It doesn't blow my hair back all that much. I can't. I, it's too. They're too can't millennial. They're too millennial or something. I don't know. I don't. They tried to like sex it up, basically. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, the mo- none of the movies are really good. I mean, maybe the first three, but the special effects are impressive, right? It's, yeah, it's always. <laughs> I love lens flare. Who doesn't love lens flare? <laughs> yeah, JJ everybody loves. Yeah, he's he's a. Uh, but the the casting and you know Spock has been my biggest disappointment because maybe it was Leonard Nimoy was such a Ben shaking his head. All right, we're well, done with Star Trek. They had Leonard Nimoy <laughs> as the old Spock come in to those movies. Yeah, but he even upstaged the new Spock well, with yeah, his presence. He He's did. Leonard yeah. Nimoy, man. But now he's, he's dead, like... so they don't have that problem anymore. Yeah, we're, we're done. With that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like how it was a problem. This is not a Trekkie <laughs> podcast. This is it is David now. Yeah. Yeah. It is now. Um, <laughs> so before we take a break. Um, what? Yes. He's dead. Dead me, air. What is that? I don't know what that. That means three minutes. Oh yeah, three minutes. Sorry, you went like this. I don't know. It's That's like, the okay. German three. That's okay. No, this is the German three. Sorry. No, you're it's supposed to look three. at that and then he gets By the to way, hit Vince, you, right? Isn't people, that the game? When you make gestures on a radio show, they can't hear it. People can't see. They can't it. hear it. I can hear it. Oh, it's, I'm gonna get hit. It happens sometimes. Uh, so, socks uh, with Birkenstocks. Awkward silence. Yeah, <laughs> it happens occasionally. Uh, happens occasionally. Much to the chagrin of my girlfriend, she really, <laughs> really hates Birkenstocks, <laughs> but uh, they are extremely comfortable. That's, they have a stigma attached to them. They are comfortable enough for me to not care. Right, but I'm. But that's why people hate them without real reasons yeah. for hating them. That's just people that have never worn a pair of Birkenstocks. <laughs> There's a stigma with Birkenstocks. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like a granola. It's the old school the granola. Yeah, stigma. hippies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, patchouli smelling granola so, hippie. So, so you smoke weed is what you're saying? <laughs> not, not at all, actually. <laughs> I mean, because you wear Birkenstocks, so that's pretty much what it says, is you smoke weed. Uh, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever rebuilt your Birkenstocks? Like, have you put new cork in them and new top leather? <laughs> no, I, I... No, I this just, is true story, because people do rebuild Birkenstocks. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I know, but I yeah, just... V- Vince I just, went to Cal, he knows. He knows. Really? He, he, he like, took a class in Birkenstocks at Cal. I think you have I, to. I, I missed that one. I just buy new ones. <laughs> <laughs> I deal with the break-in period. I know the pain of the Birkenstock break-in period. Mm. Okay, well, there's a potential sponsor for us there. Yes. Birkenstocks can call us up, and we'll... We'll I say you're, nice things. I thought you were talking about the local weed shop. That yeah, hey, whatever, it. man. Yeah. You know, we're not going to co-brand, co-branding. Well, that's what we were talking. We'll take any money, right? We were talking to the guy who had the vape shop as a yeah, sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Johnny yeah. last week. Yeah, sure. <laughs> vape shop. I don't care. They're Crack shop vape, doesn't matter. Vape jokes. Subaru STI vape jokes. And the guy's like, "Well, actually, we're sponsored by by a vape yeah. shop." Yeah. <laughs> 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 another podcast guy. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that exists too. Podcast. Podcast. Yes, All right. So probably better than our show. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Are we? Uh, we are gonna take a break. Are okay. we not gonna take a break? You got a minute, but we got we a minute. We, we well, I was no, gonna we say that we can do it now if you want. That when we come back from the break, 
uh, we're going to have more fun and, and nonsense, talk about Star Trek, talk about whatever. Right. Um, but if you want to call in, Goldos. you guys yeah. can call in at 213-291-9410. Call in and, and you know, give us your two cents. And that's the last time we're going to mention the call. Yeah, or don't. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. Either way. We won't be desperate this time. But when we get back, <laughs> we'll have more with Alex and the crew at the Daily Prison Radio Show. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. and break out your credit card. Time for another Blue Glove Tool Review. This week's tool is a Craftsman 311-piece mechanics tool set. This should be a part of every man's garage. It's a starter set. It's what you start with. You know, you don't go out and buy a specialty tools, your ratcheting wrenches or your uh, RoboGlip. Um, you buy, you start off with a 311-piece mechanics tool set. You get that, and then you can move on to, to other tools. And this is a basic, it's all, it's got enough wrenches, it's got sockets, it's got three different sized, uh, quarter inch, half inch, and three eighths. And it is a good basic set. I like the Craftsman. It's inexpensive. It's $230 on Amazon.com. And you can get it from uh, Daily Turismo. If you head over to Daily Turismo and look up the Blue Glove Tool Review, you'll go to our um, affiliate link and you can buy it and Daily Turismo, Daily Turismo will get a few bucks if you buy it. But uh, it's the basic set that you're going to start your gearhead garage and you'll start working on your own cars. And it's something that, like, producer Ben would ever buy because he pays someone else to work on his cars because he's not a real man. But if you're a real man, you're going to buy this 311-piece mechanics tool set. And then we're going to go ahead and just go buy it. Don't worry about it. We're not going to tell your wife about it. Hello, Daily Turismo listeners. Now that the British country, otherwise known as the United Kingdom, has left the European Union, we would like to announce that European Motor Works, sponsor of Daily Turismo Radio, is no longer known as European Motor Works. They are now British Motor Works. And no longer will they be servicing Volkswagen engines. They will be working on Jaguar engines, Land Rover, Aston Martin, Mini. All these good British brands. If you need any hard parts or machining services, engineering as we call it, if you need a specialist to make you a bespoke assembly, pop round to European, I mean British Motor Works on Prairie Avenue in Hawthorne, California. Call it, ring him up at 1-800-722-8678, toll free in the US. If you're in jolly old Britain, however, there might be a small charge. 
That's European Motorworks, or visit europeanmotorworks.com. And God save the Queen. And also tell him DT Radio sent you. Caswell from Build Race Party. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Hey, DT Radio listeners. This is your host, Vince. I'm still here in the studio with the regular crew and Alex Buchka, Volvo enthusiast extraordinaire. Uh, we are going to play a little game now called the 10-second car review. And for new listeners, this is a game in which I'm going to ask for star. Uh, guest and then the rest of the clowns in the studio to review a car, but do that in 10 seconds. You have very limited time to review And what car. happens if they go over 10 seconds, Vince? Um, we hit them with electric cattle prod. And yes, just like no, that. No, actually, we don't do we anything. We don't do anything. That's fine. <laughs> um, but we, it's the idea is just to be kind of off the cuff. The first thing that comes to your mind. Um, so I'm going to kick this off with a, uh, a softball. 1996 Audi S6, also known as the URS6 to some people. I hate that car so much. <laughs> <laughs> Worst car ever made. You don't like five-cylinder turbocharged cars that are really complex and advanced to their time? Not when you have to change the clutch and the transmission weighs six million pounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally more dense than the yeah. sun. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, been there. Wouldn't Chris, that be the Ur S6? I don't know. You are. It's Ur S6, I don't Ur, know. It I just means read what original I in German. It doesn't... I know. It's not just a random assembly, assemblage of letters. Um, anyway. So just saying Ur S6 just sounds like I, I maybe have like, <laughs> I don't know, mild issues. Dysplasia. <laughs> Vince, you do have mild. Actually, no, you have major issues. There's, no, there's nothing mild about your issues. Uh, were you asking me to review that car? Is I that was, what you're yeah, doing? Yes. I don't know anything about them. So um, it's an Audi, so I probably am not that interested. It's not a Volvo. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. I'm uh, in the same boat as Chris. I. You have no opinion. It's worthless. I've never. I mean, I've never driven <laughs> one or anything like that. No, I don't know. It's a big, heavy barge of a car. Pretty sweet engine, but that's about it. What year again are we talking? Ninety-six. Ninety-six. They only yeah. made them for a couple of years in the U.S. and Canada. Was that the years. car that they they called the V8 before that? There was a car that was just called the Audi V8. And it was a big mm. four-door sedan with a four-liter V8. I don't think that was a thing. That was a thing. Look it up. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the Audi V8. It was probably called something else in Europe, but in, in the U.S. they sold it as just the V8, and I think it became the Wasn't the Ur V8? Ur V8. So, next car is Volvo 242 Turbo. Factory original. Uh, completely stock. Stock. Yeah. No, no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> wow. This is... This is extraordinary. Let's hear what Chris says about this. It's Chris. the best car ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 
I don't have any illusions about that either. If it, if you're talking completely stock, mm-hmm. like yeah. okay, if there was one that was like pristine, yeah, that's and right. low miles, in, low miles, maybe I would buy it as like a curiosity, but I wouldn't Owned expect by like it. Ashley's mom for years. <laughs> slowly. That's insulting <laughs> to my mom. <laughs> Owned by Vince's mom. I don't know, but we're gonna talk about your mom later. Okay, we'll get to that. I would I would I would be interested in one as like a collectible item that I would then sell soon late soon after you know what I mean like just to say so oh if yeah, you could I make own, money on the Volvo two forty or just to say good. yeah I had a mint condition two forty turbo at one point but in their stock <laughs> in their stock form because everybody has that on their car bucket list right oh, absolutely yeah. 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 yes yes well thankfully you've already owned a few two forties two but they haven't been the stock guys. turbo version ah. <laughs> Ashley, how do you feel about that? We already heard your answer. Producer Ben, do you have any opinion? <laughs> no, not on a Volvo. Okay, C- next one. Seaflow is my Volvo opinion, so whatever he says. <laughs> next one, the Batmobile. Which one? Your choice. We always get that question. Yes. Yeah. That's why but I ask it. Because there are so many. Yeah. I do the original Batmobile, and it's a pretty sweet car. That's Adam right. West Batmobile? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's the first time that we've actually seats. got a really good answer on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, most people go to the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman Batmobile, which is a great looking Batmobile with flames out of the back, but it's not as cool as the earlier convertible Batmobile. Yeah, the the original one is is the best one, no yeah, question about yeah. it. That was based on a Lincoln Futura concept car, I think, and it was built by the Barris brothers. Sure, like sure. Nineteen sixty four. Sure, I have no idea. The color was uh, <laughs> charcoal black with some orange trim. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be feed him tonight? It had a, a Y block V eight, I think. Anyway, I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> Encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of all I know, yeah. cars ever built ever. <laughs> imagine if his brain was filled with something useful. Like imagine how powerful he'd be. Probably like, run the world. by own a few companies. Own a few companies. Good grief. No. The, the most terrifying part is Chris has been allowed to multiply. Oh. Allowed. <laughs> 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 I didn't ask permission. <laughs> uh, Ashley. Batmobile. Batmobile. I mean, yeah, the the first one would probably be my choice in terms of favorite Batmobiles of all time. I mean, I'm going to, like, offend a lot of people. I'm not, like, a huge Batman fan, so. That's so offensive. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Some of the Batman movies are really bad. I feel like I haven't watched all of them, to be honest. Some of them are terrible. I've watched, like, a couple of them, and, yeah, I don't know. I'm not super. A bad time frame. The Christian Bale Batman movies were good. Yeah, but like the the ones made by what's his name? <coughs> oh, Tim Burton. That, yeah, no, the, that was good. The first two he made were okay, the, and then they just all went. The out. one producer yeah. guy that like did all the Schwarzenegger Batmobile mo- Batman movies. <laughs> Batmobile <laughs> movies. <laughs> anyway, my, let's my, move on. My differentiator is when there's the 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 bat suit has nipples on it. Yeah, Those yeah, are the Joel, <laughs> Joel, Joel, Joel Schumacher. That's the that's <laughs> the name I'm looking. George for. Clooney as Batman. Yeah, exactly. I haven't yeah, actually seen. Terrible. Have you seen the newest Batman and Superman ben movie? Ben Affleck. Is Ben Affleck no, as Batman? No, like, no what am I, interest, a masochist? No interest in seeing that. Yeah, jeez. Apparently, <laughs> uh, no one next other, No one else had interest in it either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> producer Ben, how do you feel about the Batmobile? No, I, I, I said the, the first one. That's that is the That's Batmobile. It's, we've, we've won. All right, next car, twenty seventeen Acura NSX. I mean, it's it's not, not out yet. And it's not, hard to review, but I'm just you know. You see him driving around. Not not blow, like, where? Not, let's let him answer the question. Not <laughs> not blowing my hair back. 
No. It's it's where all the like so supercar hypercar things are going in that direction with the hybrid electric thing, but I, it doesn't really do anything for me. It's like a quarter of the price there, of the Ford GT though, and you could actually buy one. There would be nothing for you to fix on it. Like there's not a single part you take off and say I'm gonna make it better. Right, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't even entertain the idea yeah, of buying one. What if someone gave you? I would sell it. That car. Okay. <laughs> and buy seventy five Volvo two forty twos. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Seaflow, <laughs> how do you feel about the NSX, the new one? Uh, I like the way they looked. It's a really nice, nicely designed car. Um, I haven't obviously had the chance to drive one, but I've seen them driving around because the you know Honda headquarters is here, U.S. headquarters, and you can. That's actually made in Ohio. That car. Oh, really? All of them are made in Ohio. And so. the four GTs made in Canada. Yes. That's just this must. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you go in and buy a Honda NSX in Japan, you're buying a car made in Ohio now. That's awesome. Yeah. Ashley? Go America. <laughs> NSX? Um, I like the styling of the new one. I mean, I can't, obviously, like Chris was saying, I can't speak to how they drive. Um, I've gotten to drive an older NSX, um, like a first, was it the first generation one? Yeah, yeah. there's only been <clears throat> one other. Yeah. Yeah. But they had two different, like, styling, right? There was, like, pop-up yeah, headlight ones. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. The prices on those have gone. They used to be affordable. A few years ago, you could buy one for like twenty five grand. And you get an mm-hmm. NSX, but now you can't touch them for like less like, than like fifty. They're like thirty to fifty. You can get one for thirty. That's like super crappy. But I don't know. It was fun to drive. It does. It's weird because like the car doesn't feel fast. It's, it's because like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fast, right? It looks like it's crazy. Even the, like the early ones, they look like just did it feel hypercar special yeah. though? Did it feel like you're driving something cool, or did it drive just like any other car if you close your eyes? I wouldn't um, recommend closing your eyes. While <laughs> it was weird because it was like really, really smooth. Like going through all the gears and like the acceleration was really smooth. It didn't, I mean, I traded cars for like a night with my friend that had an NSX and he drove my Evo. And mm-hmm. obviously the two are so different. Like, but I don't know. It was a fun car. I don't know if I would have to have one. And the new one is, it looks good, but. Uh, Did your dog drool on his, <coughs> on his paint? No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, next car, 1957 Chevy. This is the best car ever made. It's the precursor to all cars. <laughs> <laughs> the that's the answer. correct answer. Yes. All right, we're going to skip yes, because that, you know yeah. that's that one's done. We're, we're done with that. We're done with it. Has uh, the 57 Chevy thing been explained on the show? It has. Okay. <laughs> we've tried to explain it. I don't know if we've been successful. We have. Yep. We have. Okay. Um, Pontiac Aztec. Uh, God. Isn't that technically considered like the ugliest car ever made? I, the well, interesting fact about the Aztec is it's the only General Motors vehicle to go into production that was never that never had a full scale clay model made of it. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it they shows. focus group. They focus yeah. group the entire thing, and they're like, "Ah, we're not going to make a clay model of this." And then that's how that turned out. The headlight guy never talked to the door jam guy. Apparently, and, yeah. well, they never looked at it in full scale as a complete car, right? Yeah, it was just in CAD. Wow. If, yeah. they, if they just had it sitting in a room and yeah, they and walked the, around it, they'd go, no, we're not going to build this. The the Aztec <laughs> is the reason they still clay model every single new car. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Chris, how do you feel about the Aztec? Um, it's a minivan, basically. Yeah. That's the weird thing is that they tried to sell it as like some lifestyle SUV thing, but it's a minivan with a different body on it. And uh, I don't know. Should have never been born. Ashley? I mean, it's like the ugliest car I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I think the Renault Espace is a close second, though. Mm. But that was at least ugly in like a kind of a 
charming French boy. Yeah. yeah. Which a Pontiac is Wait, not. Wait, have you seen that um, hydrogen fuel cell vehicle from, was it the... The Toyota Mirai? Yeah. I've we seen... talked about that on this show as well. I know. That's right. I, I literally I saw three of them on the road today. Yeah. Different cars. Mm-hmm. They're well, like... That's the ugliest yeah. vehicle on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right there. Dude, I, I saw one the other day yeah, on the freeway, and it, it had a wrap that said Mirai on it. I mean, it was oh. like, yeah, it was, was pretty bad. like a marketing bad. car or something. Yeah, must have been, but it was, yeah, it was pretty ugly. Did those just come out or something? Is that why yeah. there's like tons of them on the road right now? Or at least in SoCal? Yeah, if you live in like Nebraska, you won't know what we're talking about because they don't <laughs> sell those cars there. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's really strange that they badged it Toyota and said Lexus because it's, what is it, $57,000. But you get a lot of uh, like uh, rebates and stuff for buying it because it's, it's an electric car and it's, you know, it's a hydrogen car and there's all sorts of stuff. But it's rebates. just so ugly. I just, I can't get past that. To me, it's, I'd rather have a Pontiac Aztec than that. Uh, agreed. Sorry. Agreed. Just, <laughs> At least you can fix the Aztec on your own. Right. And I don't have to drive to like the Shell hydrogen station in Torrance if I need to, you know, fill up with, with fuel. Yeah. I can just go anywhere with the Aztec. And also, you're not carrying, you know, bottles of high-pressure gas. <laughs> <laughs> high-pressure, extremely flammable gas. That yes. could come in handy yeah. if I, like, want to start my own Zeppelin business or something. <laughs> come on, guys. Do you guys know that the Goodyear blimp is becoming a Zeppelin pretty soon? It's not to, not to like, distract us off on a big <laughs> Oh, because a blimp doesn't have a superstructure, but a Zeppelin does? Right. Well, mm. and the company, Graf Zeppelin, the company that made the Hindenburg, they're still around. They're still making Zeppelins. And... They are now going to be making the Goodyear Zeppelin pretty soon. No, I, I, <laughs> well, let you know, since apparently I drove it into right, the yeah, show today. You should have known. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You should have known that, not the, Mr. The back check over here. Blimp is kind of like a like a squatty, like you know, short but fat type air, airship. But the well, Zeppelin, we'll it, Zeppelin keep, is keep new. It the new Zeppelins are going to be very long and sleek. You'll you'll be able to tell the difference from this from the ground looking up at them. Strange. As they, I still don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as they fly over us and and uh, they do. There's a little spot they fly, fly over all the time. And and, yeah. Whatever they do, they report back to Germany. <laughs> whatever they're doing. <laughs> whatever they're doing. <laughs> okay. If you're still listening live, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our one listener's still there. Uh. uh next car, 1964 Datsun Roadster, but it has to be a barn find. So it's like just a pile of rusty parts <laughs> of a Datsun Roadster. Uh, <laughs> what's what's the scrap value of steel again? Right. <laughs> ten cents a pound. Ten cents a pound, yeah. yeah. Yeah, ten cents a pound. That's what I think about that. You wouldn't enjoy fixing up a Datsun Roadster? Not especially, no. Hmm. I really despise rust. It's oh. uh, my least favorite thing to fix. Where is, is the barn? Um, Sheboygan. Oh, well, I was going to say, if it was like an Arizona barn or something, then I'm all over it. I would fix up. How about Mexico? Yeah, that's fine. Mexico's good. That's that, No, that's good, because it would probably not be rusted to pieces. Even though it might be like rebels um, around trying to like mug you. Yeah, but okay. th- you, you, you can deal, deal with that. that. Okay, yeah. fair enough. It's easier to deal with than rust. Come on. <laughs> Ashley, how do you feel about Dotson Roasters, Barn Finds? So I'm not going to lie. I almost bought one of these um, <laughs> when, so my uh, good family friend was selling, they have a, they had a Datsun Roadster that was being stored in their barn <laughs> and it was in parts. It wasn't running and uh, it was in really good condition. And after being in Japan and going to all the different car shows and seeing him drive around, it was, I was like, oh, I don't know. It was like pretty inexpensive. I was like, I don't know. This would be kind of cool to fix up and drive around for a little bit. 
but I didn't buy it. I didn't end up buying it. <laughs> I don't have any more room for project cars. That's disappointing. It is. I know. Yeah, that so was the end of the story. It's Sorry. another Japanese car. Buy a house out in the desert just to store your project cars. You out. should get rid of that Miata, by the way. <laughs> That's it. Next car. 1999 Mazda Miata. Uh, it's terrible, terrible, bad, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> what? Terrible and bad? I like this. It's a good guy. It, it, I've driven a lot of Miatas. They are a lot of fun to drive, but the... Uh, the stigma is difficult to get over. Mm. Well put. Well put. I'm not going to ask you, Seafield. Ashley, rebuttal. So luckily, <laughs> I don't have a 99 Miata. I have a 94 Miata with totally an 03 Miata or with whoa, an 03 whoa, Miata motor swap. Whoa, whoa. So, all Miata's the same. It's like all, no, they're not. all no, classic they're not. cars are 57 so, Chevy. So, we're pegging the meters here. <laughs> all <laughs> classic cars are 57 Chevy. Back away from the microphone. And all <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So in 99, <laughs> the Mazda Miata had the um, like 82 horsepower 99 was an nb yes it was an nb1 motor so it didn't it didn't have the variable valve timing so you can swap the heads with the older miata motor like the na miatas you can swap the head from the mb1 motor now I, now I now I finally understand what it's like when Chris and I talk about Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's actually a really desirable motor in the '99 Miata. A lot of people that now have NA Miatas. Defensive. Well, that's why I picked '99. Like that was yeah. I was just a that was. It is the <laughs> yes. same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's that's not. a good observation. No, if no. You want to no. know a hipster car right now? It's Miatas. There's a lot of no, people no, that saying, are buying. Don't worry, everyone. Ashley liked Miatas before they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> saying, his analogy is, is valid, is what I'm saying. It, it, the, listening to you talk about Miatas is like listening us listening to us talk about Volvo 240s. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you don't know all the little details, it's like mind numbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we can agree anyway. that all both Volvo 240s and Miatas are terrible cars. And on that note, they're both worth owning. We're though. gonna sign <laughs> up. I know, I know, Chris. I know that's the best part. Um, we're gonna take a break, and if you're listening to the podcast, you'll have to tune tune into the next podcast. But if you'll you're have online, to wait for like three or four days. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Fine. How can you wait that Tuesday. long? You'll 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 be fine. But if you're live, just uh, wait through this little break, and we'll be back. Keep on wrenching. you've been listening to daily turismo radio you can follow the show on facebook at facebook forward slash daily turismo and on twitter at daily turismo use the hashtag dt radio You're so